the James Suckling Podcast. Wine ratings, reports, interviews and more. Hey, James. How are you? Fine, and you? Good. Tell me a little bit about um, your view on 2020. 19 was cooler year. What was 20 like? Well, 2020 was uh, a more a richer year. It's a, yeah. it's, it's warmer, so you have uh, more, let's say, like 2019 was more on the elegancy, and uh -huh. 2020 is more on the power. Now, let's say, uh -huh. still, incre still incredible wines, uh, an, an amazing vintage. We have been having uh, now five vin incredible vintages on, a, on one row. I mean, also this year we were kind of scared. Uh, also, 2022 we were kind of scared because it was hot, hot, hot. All the all the summer yeah. was not raining. But strangely enough, the plants were really healthy. I mean, they never, they didn't suffer at all. So we had a very good harvest. Um, I agree. So had, I remember. It, it was, was like, well, 22 was 40, 40, 42 degrees for 50 days. No yeah. rain. But, you know, I think the difference between uh, like in the 17 or stuff like that is uh -huh. that you didn't have really high, high, high peaks. You had that yeah. up to 40, 41, uh, stuff That's like that. That's true. And the plants, the vineyards uh, can bury that thing quite well, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so I think that's what happened. And but anyway, 2020 it's a, it's the first of a series of three vintages that are quite powerful and hot. All of yeah. them. Yeah. No? And 20, you had the added problem of COVID. Like, didn't you have problems getting people to like work? They were locked down and. Listen, we don't. We never really had that problem because we had the. We, we have. We have our team. You know, it's a very good team from uh, Macedonia, uh -huh. and then we had a team from Morocco. They all live here. I mean, we never really had a problem. I mean, okay, yeah, because in other parts of the world, they had problems like that. Even in France, trying to get people, and you know, you had to have social distancing. But I guess in the if you were in the countryside, it was okay. Well, the thing is that we don't need uh, to have uh, extra people because the people that we have, they work for us the whole year round. Yeah, so uh, have, okay, interesting. We have 30 people that are working for us in the vineyards all year round. So it's not that we suddenly need uh, from zero to 60 people or 100 people or 1,000 people. No? It's like we have our people and they work for us. And the first thing, I mean... We are the priority in any case for yeah. I mean they're, they're working uh, they they are it's external teams, but they work for us uh, let's say eighty percent of the time um, yeah one thing that I was curious is with those like okay we have twenty twenty one twenty two hot dry years um what which which variety does the best with that sort of climate is it Sangiovese is it Colorino? <laughs> What what works best? It's funny because uh, when I when we made the bottling of Colore, no, mm -hmm. the Colorino and the Canaiolo were not ready. No, so in 2020 we took them off completely. No, so Colore is only Sangiovese. Now after a year they came. 
Yeah, they are ready. So, so they they probably Canayolo and and Colorino they need more time in a warmer year. Yeah. Oh, that's why, interesting. That means why, that they actually they're not affected uh, badly by heat. They're you know, still long. They still need to mature long. Yeah, right? they just need to mature a bit longer, and then they came. And we're gonna taste them. They're they are really fun wines. Yeah? How and, cool! Uh, yeah, and they just needed more time to arrive. While the Sangiovese was like bam from already from the beginning. Yeah? Does so Sangiovese lose acidity? That's you know that's the that's the fear. No, but in yeah. fact. No, it doesn't have, you know, Sangiovese has so much acidity that it doesn't lose it. I mean, that's what I found. I found even in hot years like we're having, the wines remain fresh from Sangiovese. It's like, you know, it's like when uh, I remember when you were in, in, wine, in wine Spectator in 2006 uh -huh. and you gave us the wine of the year, no? Yeah. It was, it was a year that was hot. And all the, 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 all the Merlot Cabernet, they, they suffered a bit from the heat. Yeah, they were the blocato, yeah. Like, the testamata went puff, you know, up, it was like up in the sky with the city. Yeah. <laughs> so it's fun. <laughs> well, that's, that's cool. That's an um, interesting conversation. What's, um, so tell me, um, I don't think I've tasted these uh, numbered wines. What's the, uh, wh like, what's the idea? What's the story? Yeah. So the thing is that, as you know very well, you know, uh, I have always been uh, very uh, constrained by doing single vineyards by the fact that I was not really owning the vineyards. You know? mm -hmm. So I, I was kind of, you know, I have long-term contracts as long as you want, but the longest contract is 15 years. You know? So what do you do? You start building up a brand and then fuck, it's not your, I mean, what? The, so, you know, so I've always been having this conflictual relations that yeah. I had fantastic single vineyards in my cellar, but I couldn't fucking express them, no? Yeah. At, at a certain point last year, I just freaked out. I said, basta, I can't stand this anymore. And I said, you know what? I want to do a project that is called Balocchi, no? Games, no? Just toys, no? Toys. So I I do it, no? And uh, in the hell, we see what happens, you know? I just start expressing a single vineyard. It may... I may manage to buy this vineyard here, and in 15 years, it's going to be my my vineyard. If not, we're going to make some other single vineyards. The hell, you know, kind of. Yeah. Not 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 focusing uh, only on the thing of the brand, but be more free. If I want to do a, a balocco of a, because there are like next, we have also some rows of merlot in the vineyard. We can never use them. We next year we make a balock of merlot. Next, uh, I mean. We can play free now. We can make it. Oh, I see. So you're saying blocks, like vineyard blocks. Barocco means uh, it's balocchi in Italian means toys. Oh, fun. Okay. It's like the toys of the kids. Yeah. Balocchi di colore. Okay. And so, so it's, it's all, and it's all, oh, I see. And it's all different um, poderi or, vin or different um, vineyards. Yeah, it's different parcels. Uh, you have the yeah. vineyard in Chiliata is the number first, is the one that my father planted at the beginning in the early 60s. He planted the vineyard with a classical Chianti blend. Then there is uh, the number three is because my father freaked out because uh, they started asking him to add, uh, you know, most of Concentrata from, from Sicily for adding yeah. alcohol 
structure and color, and they, they didn't want to they didn't want to put other wines in, in their wine. So they decided to plant with the gardener some rows of Colorino. So we that's why we actually had the Colorino, which is normally in the old Chianti blend. You just have a few plants. You don't have enough to make a wine. No? Listen, baby, I really yeah. enjoyed the wines, and I look forward to drinking them with you in um, in Tuscany. Vai, cool, grazie. Okay, facciamo così. Grazie.